Welcome, my friends, to a new week of broadcasting. Thank you so much for taking of your time to listen in today. We are talking about a touchy subject, a controversial subject, and I'm excited to share it with you because we are going to be diving in from a biblical perspective. We are continuing in our discipleship studies. We are in lesson number five. Of course, as always, these studies are completely free. You can get them on our website, BibleTracksInc.org. We are talking today about the enemy, talking about the devil, Lucifer, Satan. Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't much like talking about this subject, but I believe that it is necessary. And so let's jump in in just a moment here. I'd like you to join me in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I'll join you there in just a moment. Before I do, let me tell you about something that I want to offer to you today. Everybody likes to get free things. I don't know about you, but I love to get free things. I think I can speak for everyone under the sound of my voice right now. We all like free stuff. And that's why I'd like to offer to you some of our tracks, completely free of charge. Now, if you're familiar with our ministry, with Bible Tracks, Inc., of course, you know that that's what we do. We provide tracks completely free of charge to people all over the world, to the tune of millions every year. But the track that I'm talking about today is called this. It has a question mark. It says this, have you received God's gift You know, God freely offers something to you, to each one of us. And the question is, the million-dollar question is, have you received God's gift? Because if you have not, then friend, then you are missing out on the greatest offering of a gift ever in the history of mankind. Have you received God's gift? It's a heavy question. I'd like you to pause for just a moment and think about that question. If you have not, I would love for you to contact us. Visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. Order this tract for free. Have you received God's gift? Or you can text me directly, 309-316-7240. I'd love to hear from you, 309-316-7240. I'm feeling a little bit nostalgic today. My secretary opened up a drawer that maybe hasn't been open for a long, long time here at BTI and pulled out a folder. And it had some amazing accounts of people's salvations from years and years ago. The one I'm about to read you came to us October 27th, 1992. Think about that for a moment. Almost 28 years ago. This story, and I have the original piece of paper here where the person gave us a personal note. I'll just give you their first name. It's about Jeffrey and Susan. They live in the Milwaukee area. And this is the account of them accepting Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Susan says this, I'm writing for my husband, Jeff. We both listen to your show on WVCY Milwaukee. I am at home with a new baby, seven months old, and Jeff is able to catch various shows while he's driving during the day. We ordered 50 of the new birth tracks, and we think they are wonderful. We've given them to all of our family members and friends in the mail since we live out of state for most of our family. 
Jeff works with senior citizens, so he shares the gospel with many and leaves a new birth tract with them. He has told me that a lot of times the people are so very grateful. He's also mentioned that he knows the Holy Spirit of God is at work in many of these situations. And of course, he also meets many unbelievers in the course of his workday, but he shares the gospel with them anyway. We both came to know the Lord earlier this year while awaiting the birth of our baby girl. She's healthy and just the neatest thing. That little baby girl, just parenthetically here, would now be 28 years old. Amazing. We know, she continues, God has guided us through all these years, and we learn something new just about every day. We think he's a pretty neat God, too, and we look forward to growing in his word. Could you please send us 50 more tracks? We're just about out. Thank you very much. That's from Susan and Jeff possibly still of the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, but what an amazing testimony of someone that received Christ as a result of this ministry, Bible Tracks, Inc., over 25 years ago, and yet still this ministry carries on thanks to faithful men like my predecessor, Pastor Mark Smith. So many of you have told me how much his ministry, radio ministry, has meant to you over these years. And I'd like to do a dive, a throwback week, if we can, this week, and go back into the the annals of our history just a little bit and talk about Paul Levine, talk about Mark Smith, and talk about people that got saved as a result of this ministry so many years ago. And still, we get notifications of salvations, people trusting Christ, week after week in the present day. And that's due to people just like you partnering with us, distributing our tracks that we give out free of charge. As always, the only way that we can give those tracks away free is by the grace of God and the giving of God's generous people. If you'd be interested in how you can give towards this ministry, visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I'd love to be around to read another salvation testimony 25 years from now, 28 years from now of people that have gotten saved just this year. Now let's turn our attention to the enemy. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I'd like you to turn there if you would. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse number 13. We are going to conclude the study today with a short reading on prayer from E.M. Bounds's book. Many of you have been enjoying that. Greatly appreciate you listening in and tuning in for those short readings. But before we do that, let's look at the enemy. Discipleship study number 5. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with a temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. If you haven't already noticed, my friend, the Christian life is not always easy. There is much opposition. There is much frustration, pressure, depression, temptation that's bombarding you from all sides. There are three main enemies that you and I as humans, as Christians will deal with. Number one is the flesh. 
That is the old man, your body's old nature, which does not leave you when you get saved. It really just begins to fight even more earnestly to drag you back to those things you know you should not be doing. Number two is the world, the system of evil that the majority of people follow. I'm not talking necessarily about some shadowy government agency whose only goal is to trip you up and cause you to do wrong. I'm just talking about the world as a whole. The amount of people that do not even subscribe to any sort of biblical principles or biblical convictions far outweighs those of us that do. That does not mean that we need to give up and quit. That means we need to fight even more in earnest. Number three, the last enemy we are going to talk about is the devil. And even though these enemies are so strong and they fight against us so heavily, we have this promise from God in 1 Corinthians 10 13 that there hath no temptation taking you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. This lesson today is the goal, is to inform you about one of our most misunderstood enemies, the devil. You understand that he, one of the reasons that he is so very deceitful, in part because he wants to get back at God and he wants to revenge himself on the most holy one, upon Jesus Christ, upon the, the God of all eternity for casting him down from heaven. But one of the reasons he's so very deceitful is because he's lived on both sides of the fence. Does that make sense? He was at one time an angel of light. He was one of the angels, and yet he was thrown out of heaven by God because of his rebellion, because of his deceit. His name, Lucifer, one of his names, that was his angel name before he was thrown out of heaven. It means beautiful, if that tells you anything about this creature. Satan, another name for the devil, means adversary or enemy. And of course, devil, the accuser of the brethren. Ephesians 6.12 says this, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're going to touch on for just a moment here before we get to this reading from the book, E.M. Bounds' book on prayer. Let's look at his beginning. I'd like for you to do today, before we really dive into this tomorrow, I'd like you to read this passage, Isaiah 14, that's Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 through 17. I'm going to join you there tomorrow as we go beyond the tract for our Tract and Truth Tuesday, but I'd like for you to do just a little bit of advance work, save ourselves some time from the 15-minute Bible study we have tomorrow as we continue in discipleship study number five on the enemy. Isaiah 14, verse number 12 through 17. I'll tell you this, Satan has no body. He is a spiritual being. As such, that does not mean that he has no impact on the world. He has a great impact on the world. And I don't mean great as in good. I mean a massive impact. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Now, let's turn our attention to a short reading from a great book, E.M. Bounds' book on prayer. I want to kind of clean our palate a little bit. As we talk about the devil and all these things, I'd like to finish on a high note and read about prayer for just a moment if you'd listen in. We have a reading today from chapter number four from this 
book. Great little thought. Here's what it says. It is wonderful how a matter that looked very dark will in prayer become crystal clear by the help of God's Spirit. I think Christians fail so often to get answers to their prayers because they do not wait long enough on God. They just drop down and say a few words and then jump up and forget it and expect God to answer them. Such praying always reminds me of the small boy ringing his neighbor's doorbell and then running away as fast as he can go. Hmm, what a thought. What is our prayer life like? Do we truly wrestle with God as Jacob or later known as Israel did? Do we truly contend for that which we are asking? What's our prayer life like? It was such a privilege to spend some time with you via this radio broadcast today. Have a great day for His glory. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.